0: This pulpit here tonight. God bless Brother Ford. Bless you.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God. God is good. God is great. And he's got me on his mind all the time. For I am the apple of his eye. I'm that first fruit. Paul said that we should be that first fruit unto God. And we are a sort of first fruit, he said, a kind of to this I don't know just how to uh, title this so I'll title it a little later maybe praise God uh, man traded brother Rouse for this aren't you just so blessed (laughs) Hallelujah. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking, I says, now after going to camp meeting this week, here I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But uh, I've never aspired um, to be all that in a bucket of chicken. I've just always wanted to be faithful and true to the word of God I don't have a right you don't have a right nobody else has a right To use it for a cudgel for themselves or to bend it or twist it to fit a narrative that they're wanting it to fit. Doesn't matter how strong you believe that. And how great the truth of the matter is. Don't take something that God's give and try to bend it around to fit a narrative that you want it to fit when God didn't mean it to fit that narrative that you're trying to make it fit. Find something that fits your narrative because if it's truth, it'll be found in the Word of God. It's a treasure that's hidden in a field that has to be searched for. It's a coin that has to be... It's a lamb that has to be looked for. And there has to be purpose in your looking and your searching. And then when you know the things you ought to do, it takes some digging to get down to the rock or the treasure and build on the treasure and let that treasure be your foundational stone that cannot be shaken or moved that is settled in the heavens where moth and rust cannot corrupt or thieves break through and steal away but is settled in the heavens. I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of past the singing things, and uh, basically, I'm, you know, sometimes I try, but uh, I'm just going to get right into it and let you go home in just a few minutes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know you're grinning, and I am too. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me look and see what time it is but uh, oh it's up there on the thing I don't even have to look now (laughs) because like they said it don't mean a thing hallelujah praise God but thank you Pastor Moore thank you church Uh, I will say this I want to love you like Christ loves me I want to I want to tend to you like he tends to me. I want you to understand what I can understand. I want you to know what I can know. And uh, so, if you've got your Bible, I would—I'll I'll read a couple of scriptures here, and uh, we'll go from there. See if we can make sense of the sense of this. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm gonna cut this singing mic off here. Get this this is a preaching mic. You can preach better with this. You sing better with this. I guess, I don't know. I just just try to do what I you know what has been kind of asked to do. So let me look and let's see what we've got. Second Timothy 220. If you've got your Bibles, turn. To let say amen. Amen. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. I thought Brother Moore was go ahead and just preach my sermon. I'd get up here, guys, you done heard it? Praise God, let's do something about it. He didn't do it once. He'd done it twice. Hallelujah. So you reckon God wants to say something to us tonight about being a vessel? It said, in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor, and some dis- to dishonor. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7. Now the preceding verse to that one that we just read, it says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Then it says, but in a great house. Second Corinthians 4, 7 says, if you've got that, say amen. Turn to that so I can look at it and make sure that I wrote it down right. 4 and 7 says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us that the excellency may be of God and not of us. And one more, I'll read some more just to kind of let you wonder about what I might say. So, Jeremiah 18. We'll start with verse 1. That way your mind can be Going all over the place, and for a moment. But hopefully, it won't distract you so much you can't. You won't hear at least a little something of what I gotta say. <laughs> I know how I am. Some my mind sometimes I have to pull my my the reins of my mind back to the man of God and the Word of God, or I'll have my mind out yonder chasing those rats. He may not chase them, but I'm chasing them for him. I'll miss what he has to say. The Word of God, I mean, remember Brother Odom preaching the Word of God is like apples of gold? Or it says a word fitly spoken, but the Word of God is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Apples of gold. The word of the Lord came into Jeremiah, 18 and 1. The word of the Lord came into Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. We're all to work on the wheels. If you would, one more time, let's just pray and ask God to have his way. Lord, we thank you for your power and your presence. We thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for your anointing power in the church of the living God. I ask you, God, to help me to say what you would help me to say. I want my voice to be your voice. I want my mind to be your mind. Quicken to me those things, God, that you have endeared to my heart again, that I might deliver it to this thy people, so great a people that are, carrying, that are carrying your name. In Jesus' name, I thank you, for it. I praise you in Jesus' name. Lord bless you in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Thank you for being here. Thank you for standing. Thank you, Sister Moore. Praise God. Praise God. And, and all the church say, Amen. But I'm not over. I'm not through. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just wanted to know if you were listening. Praise the Lord. And so I read the, the two preceding verses about being vessels in a great house. They're not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and an earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. And uh, if, when, you, when you look at that, it's, uh, it's, it's talking about, what type of vessels there can be in the house of God or in a great house. And uh, in a great house, uh, there's all manner of, of, of vessels. Now, in the house of God, there's all manner of vessels, and there always are those that are to honor, and there's always those, some of them, to dishonor. Whether we like it or not, that, that's the case, and uh, of the matter. It's always been so. The camp of the Israelites always were filled with the dissenters and those as, uh, as Brother Cody Mark said the other night they wanted the smell of the leeks and garlic on their breath rather than to be delivered from bondage in Egypt. Some people love bondage more than they love life and freedom and liberty in Christ Jesus. Now you may say well, I, don't under- I don't see how that can be but you don't have to look very far and you just see it. You just see it. Look around you at the empty chairs. Is there enough people in this community that's ever been here and that's ever heard the truth of the gospel and that has ever walked in the doors and that ever tasted of the good gift of God that could be here that are not here in this house tonight? That gives you an answer. that gives you an answer uh, about the times that, that we're in and about how that the church of God is built. And, and if you were at Meeting, Brother Booker talks about the rough edges of the kingdom and the, about the nuts and the bolts, and he put them all in a, in a, in a big tub, and they've got burrs on them. They're, they're cast into a mold. I, and uh, and uh, I, I, they, they cast... The nuts and the bolts and and, and different things, you know, uh, they make them. They'll 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 take stuff and they'll they'll have a, a template. Or and uh, Uncle Donald and some of you craftsmen know about that. And you ladies uh, that are, are are the gingerbread man, <laughs> you want to make the gingerbread man. And you got a pan and you 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 mix up the dough and you pour it in the pan. Or, or you got one and you want to make it look a certain way. You want it to ha- have certain. Uh, contour about and all that stuff and once you pour that in there and you do the baking the deal is done and and the metal and the bolts and the nuts once you pour it into that mold and and, uh and it cools off the deal is done and and whatever's good is good and whatever's bad is bad and there's only one recourse for that when the metal is done and and stuff like that. You can't take a cake that you messed all up and make it into what you want it to be after that thing is cooked. There ain't but one thing to do. That's get some fresh, fr- fresh flour and some fresh dough and do it all over again. Well, hallelujah! I mean, uh, you got that thing, and, and you got the molds of this life and of this world, and uh, and uh, and the world is wanting to put you into uh, a, a a certain uh, a certain place, and and uh, they were trying to. Make you into uh, uh, certain things and uh, they're wanting to make you look certain ways. And and if we're not careful, the church uh, will be thinking that if you don't look like this and if you don't look now, I'm not talking about get rid of your holiness standards, I'm just saying you're not all gonna look exactly alike, you're not all gonna be walking exactly alike, you're not all the same height, and you're not all the same breadth, and you're not all this, and you're not all that, you don't all have blue eyes you don't all have brown eyes, you don't all have dark eyes, or green eyes, or or multicolored eyes, if you please, or those things that they put in their eyes and make their eyes any color they want their eyes. Now, you know me, I'm a little bit old-fashioned. Anything that's false to me is a lie. And if you're portraying you something outside of some kind of ailment and stuff like that or, or weakness and stuff, you know, if, if you're a lady and you don't have any hair and you try to put something to make it look like you got a little hair, put a rag on your head, that's one thing. But if you're just doing it just to falsify yourself and to make yourself glamorous, let me tell you what you're doing. You're lying and you're lying before men. And if you're lying before men, you're lying before God. Now that's not in my notes, and I hadn't thought about that, but it just come to me, and I thought I'd say it right now. Well, Hallelujah, uh, praise God. Help me, Lord, not to get off on all of that stuff. But but we're we're in a world, and 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 the church God has placed. Uh, and Brother Booker says, uh, and I guess I can't remember when this came to me to put all this uh, like and but. But he said that there's rough edges on that, so they take the nuts and the bolts and things that, that that come out, and they got birds and all that stuff, and they cast them in a big cauldron or something, and it'll just spin around. And in the spinning around, those nuts, because uh, the uh, the the threads uh, on those things, uh, they are 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 kind of you know hid, and they're 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 not easy to mess up, and and they'll they'll just roll them around and and knock all the rough edges off and and when he said that the word of God came and the scripture came back to my mind and it said he said iron sharpeneth iron I'm telling you you need one another in the kingdom of God but I'm going to tell you right now you can go ahead and put a title up there God didn't make us a cookie cutter kingdom he made us a kingdom that's unique he didn't cast you into a mold for you to be a certain way and to look a certain way and to talk a certain way and to imitate somebody else but he put all of us in the kingdom of God for a specific purpose he don't need you to act like me he don't need you to act like him he don't need you to try to be what I am or what that brother is or what that brother is he don't want you to be like that sister or that sister he's got a place in the kingdom of God for every one of you He's not trying to put you in a mold. But you're an earthen vessel. And you're clay. And he's a potter. And he's not interested in a cookie cutter world in the kingdom of God. And so Jeremiah, he he sees himself at, at the potter's house. He finds himself. The word of God coming to him. He said, I want you to go down to the potter house. And I, I, want you to, I want you to watch. And I want you to look. So he says, then I went down to the potter's house. And behold, he wrote a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay, it was marred in his hand. Now, if, if in the molds, when they're bad, Brother Moore... They're just chunked aside. It's done. There's no more working with that one. No more working with that. This is good. That one's bad. This one's good. That one's bad. Good, 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 bad. Good, good, good. Bad, bad, bad. Good, good, good. And so, if there's there's some kind of a, a bubble or or air pocket or whatever if the case may be, or if you don't get uh, you know the grease just right on your pan and you don't get everything just right and, and you're trying to bake a cake, hallelujah. You know what happens? It got cornbread. I got my pans kind of messed up. I got one pan; it'll fall out of the other one. I keep working on it. Sometimes it'll fall out real good, and other times cornbread and just stick in the middle about that big used to be that big but now i got it down to small and i just keep on building it up working on it now every once in a while i'll get it i'll sand on it back down a little bit with something rough and get it out and the next time it'll be a little bit smaller again and i just keep oiling it a little bit and hoping that that I'll get it built up because what happens is is all the rough places in those pans they don't cure them as well as they used to cure them, and so when they when they when they come out of there and the biggest maker I guess is Lodge and it, they just don't take the time to finish them as well as they used to finish all the stuff so and when you get a new one you gotta finish that dude up some because those little little bitty holes they're fine but those uh, that right there you just take it off the shelf most of the time and try to oil it up good and try to it, it sticks all the way across just about it because it's trying to fill in all those lumps well what you gotta do you gotta get all the big things down until you get to the Small stuff, and then you take the holy anointing oil of God in your life. You get the rough edges off, you get the rough stuff down. I'm telling you what the oil of the Spirit will do it'll make everything come out all right, it'll make things smooth. But God's not interested in making you something that can't be molded, and once it turns out it's a done deal, but He's working with the clay, He's a potter. He's like the potter in the potter's house. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made of the clay Again, another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Verse 5. Verse 6 says, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand. So are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. So look, and Brother Ron Taylor preached the other night. It was, it was, I could, for me, because I know what's and and what we've been saying and Pastor Moore and myself, it was almost like an echo that God don't need your input to run his kingdom. He don't need you to take take him up and take him to where you want to be. You need to follow where he wants you to be. You need to go where he says to go and don't try to do it your way and say, well, I know what I'm doing. No, 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 no. You forget. You do not know what you're doing for as the heavens is high above the earth, so are my ways and your ways and so are my thoughts than your thoughts for as a rain that cometh off in the snow upon the earth so is my word it will not return unto me void but it will water it will wet it will dampen it will make the clay soft again it will make the clay malleable it will make you to where you can be used in the kingdom of God but don't go out of your way and try to move God to where you want to be he's not interested in moving he said behold i am the lord thy god i don't ever change thy word O oh lord is forever settled in heaven if his word is settled in heaven how what makes you think it can change you don't care what you are who you are none of that stuff what you are in this flesh in your body and your natural in your natural body and in, in your natural abilities and all that stuff you don't impress god you ain't got caught you ain't got God on a on a tight rope you ain't got him at his wits end he's not in need of something so bad that he's got to have you what makes you think that God has to have you in his kingdom no he don't have to have you but he dearly does want you he dearly does desire to have you he said because I have prayed for you because Satan hath desired thee to sift you as wheat but I prayed for you that your faith won't fail but I I need you to listen to me. And so the potter, they tell me that the clay, Brother Moore, let me read some more of this first. Let me read some more of this first. And so, uh, where was I at? Go back to that last one. Oh, house of Israel, can I do, can I do cannot I do with you as this potter saith the Lord? Behold, the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in mine hand house of Israel. Aren't you glad that you're in the potter's hand tonight? Aren't you glad that you're not in my hand or Brother Moore's hand or, or somebody else? Because sometimes we get frustrated and we would be like, little bunny foo-foo, what you gonna do? He's sticking up his hand, we pop him on that, whatever that goes, however that goes. Or something about it, and they feel my popping him on the head. Hallelujah. The so time that you come in here and you got your head tucked down when there's really not, not a whole lot of reason and we don't understand because we can't quite get to where you are from our point of view from where we walk and where we live. There's sometimes, I just can't get there, folks. I'm sorry. I can't. But my God, He ain't me. He ain't you. And He knows where you are. He understands all of your weaknesses. He understands all of your foibles. He knows how to help you when you need help. And so, you know, we're we're, we're, we're in this kingdom He says, can I do with you? He said, at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. At what instant and at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. If it do evil in my sight that it obey not my voice, then will I repent of the good wherewith I said I would benefit them. Now, therefore, go to speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I frame evil against you and devise a device against you. Return ye now everyone from his evil way and make your ways and your doings good. And they said, There is no hope, but we will walk after our own devices and we will do everyone to the imagination of his evil heart. I'm telling you, I'm so glad that God hadn't cast us all into a certain mold that we cannot conform to. That it is impossible for some of us to ever to we would have never got there because we would have had the burr. We would have we would have been something that should have been really you know just perfectly round and, and kind of smooth. And off on this side a burr and off over here a little finger. St- Sticking off, and it's good for nothing. On the inside, maybe there's something that just run out or run over, and it didn't quite come out right, and we had to be thrown away. Hey, tell me that clay—that you can take clay that is dry, that you can take it if it's—you know—the word of God talks about. It talks about about the stone. It talks about the stone that if a man would fall on that stone, he should be broken. And if he fall on that stone because a broken and a contrite spirit, well, I in no wise cast away. And God loveth me. Those that be of a contrite or a broken spirit. I'm telling you, if you'll fall on that rock, you can be broken. And they tell me that the brokenness doesn't doesn't matter if it hadn't been, if it hadn't went through the fire yet, if it hadn't been through the flame, if it hadn't been cured to that extent in the fire, that, that that clay, that a good piece of clay, Brother Moore, that you can take that clay after it's broken in pieces, as long as it's not ground to powder. If you'll repent and turn to God, if you'll fall on the rock you can be broken. And you can be put to life again. They say you can take it, pick it up, and you can soak it in some water. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that the that the chapter is in the word of God of the little woman at the well. Is it the 6th chapter of John? I think it is. Or 4th chapter. It's the 4th chapter of John. It's right after the Nicodemus chapter. And, uh, and uh, she meets him at a well of all things hallelujah and she needs a little bit of water and I can imagine she's dry she's been broken up she's had five husbands and the one she was living with was her husband hallelujah she was busted she was broken she was just defeated almost but she wasn't totally down and out she kept coming to the well every day when the scorners were gone when those had cast her out and those that maligned and and made fun and without without reason either you know because she had reason for them to kind of look down their noses but I'm telling you God didn't make you judge or jury he didn't make me judge or jury but what he didn't make me he made me an emissary and ambassador of the gospel of Jesus Christ and they tell me you can take that clay you can soak it in water and if you will watch it in a little while you can begin to move it you can begin to mash it and then you take it out and you let it soak up what water it's got on it and begin to knead it and take a little more water if it needs it and take a little more but if it's too wet you can take and let it dry a little bit and begin to work the clay again I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm not in a cookie cutter kingdom I'm so glad I'm in a potter's kingdom I'm so glad that he can take the clay that's broken and he can make a new vessel out of it And it says that he made it another. Everybody say another. I, I've lived long. with me and you both have. We've been in the kingdom long enough to see some things. I ain't gonna mention no names. They ain't been too, too many miles ago. Seen a guy at one time. Just wanted to be without. But brother Moore. What God had tried to make for him to start with, somehow or another, he didn't quite. Because sometimes, sometimes, I want to be Peter walking on the water. I want to be Apostle Paul speaking to that man on the front pew. Get up and walk. Or you're healed, perceiving he had faith. God, I want that. I do. I want that. I want the. I want the vision the Vision of God to envision faith in people's heart and their life and be able to say them because they, I see that I know God can quicken it to our minds that they've got faith. Brother Moore, I wish you would just, I wish God would just pour all of them on you. You, you can't be the five fold ministry, but you can have all the gifts of the Spirit, severally, if you will. And I've always asked God, I want you to pour the gifts of the Spirit on my pastor because when none of us can seem to reach out and get to that, at least he, he can be in the gap. Making up the hedge. Hallelujah. And because he's here more than the rest of us are. Everybody say amen right there. Hallelujah. And and he's watching over your soul. He's a watchman. And I would love for God to just uh, show him. Wouldn't you get embarrassed? Yeah, it'd be embarrassing. But I wouldn't be in hell burning. Hallelujah. I would be saved. Hey, I would be saved. I would be with him when I draw my last breath and God is taking the clay and he's taking life giving water and he's putting it in my life and he's dousing me and so this 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 God that we serve brother Moore he's He's not that bunny foo-foo tapping you on the head. You know, the kingdom of God is straight, Brother Moore. S-T-R-A-I-T. It's a straight gate. A straight way. It's... And Brother, Brother Byron, it's... He don't leave a lot of room for error. But errors there are in the kingdom. It's part of the kingdom. Anymore. Ezekiel seen it and he said it to the watchman. I just read it. In those last few verses, God decides to tear down a kingdom. And they repent. I won't tear it down. But if I say, I'm going to build you up and you're going to be great and all that stuff, and you start doing evil. I'll tear it down. I won't bring the good, but I'll bring the evil that was thought to do to the other. Coming out of they're coming out of the land of Egypt. The evil that said, the evil that I thought to do to them I won't do. Because Mo you stood up for them. He said, but I'm judging them. And the evil that I thought to do, I'm not going to quite do it exactly like I he said, because Noah found grace. And the Moabites, they ain't never supposed to Says, Ruth. Because my mercy, my mercy overshadows the word when a heart. And Hezekiah, Hezekiah, you're going to die. Get your house in order. Turned his face to the wall. God, you know I've been faithful. You know I've done what you asked to do. God, you know I've been faithful. Could get out of the house. You go back and tell Hezekiah, I added 15 years to his life. That's the kind of God. It's as though the valley of dry bones, Brother Moore, your your, your clay has gotten so dry. Now, if you get ground to powder, there there comes a point. If you get ground to powder, the chances of all the pieces. Staying together to where it could be used again. Make another vessel. Would never make that same vessel, but the potter said he would make it another. But the chances of there being enough left to even make anything is very slim. But here's here's the thing with the potter. Did I give you the proverbs? Did I give you a verse of Scripture in Proverbs? Yeah, I did. Uh, 20, uh, was it 22, 6, something like that? Hallelujah. Maybe I didn't. I didn't give it to you, did I? I I, I said I I may not use it. Okay, praise God. I didn't give it. So it's 29 and 1. Uh, He that being often reproved, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. And so the potter in all of his long-suffering brother Moore, I don't know what point that is. I'm not God. I, I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I, I know how he put up with David, and, and I, know, I know how much he put up with Saul, and if you look at that, it, it looks like it's just lopsided. For David and against Saul Jacob have I loved Esau have I hated so that the thing well hey you know and so there comes a point in time when the patience of God runs thin and when the vessel will not yield any longer And when the vessel just completely refuses to be molded and made into the useful thing that God wants it to be. See, now that's the thing about this, Potter. You can't just be any kind of thing. It's got to be what His purpose is for your life. He's not looking for a cookie cutter kingdom. He don't need for you to act and and to be what I am. He just needs for you to be what he was and to be like him. And if you'll try to follow him and all that he wants you to be and to do and to say, then guess what? It doesn't matter how you do or what it is that God has for you to do, you're going to be pleasing in the master's sight. And you're going to be a vessel of honor in the kingdom of God. Not just a vessel just sitting there, but something that can be used. Something that is good. Something that is wholesome. Something that God has pleasure in, and that He can pour Himself into, because it's all about whether it's a good, it's good clay or bad. Now, today's world, they can take old and new clay and uh, mix that stuff together, and kind of, let's say, but you have to be really careful. He said, because that new clay won't dry as fast as the other. And it'll cause a rent. Therefore, you put new wine into new bottles. And you don't mix old cloth with new cloth, because the old cloth will tear real easy. And and, and so when you try to bind them together, the old cloth will rent more easily, and the tear's bigger than it was before. And so God makes you another vessel. And i seen this guy. And Brother Moore, he wasn't near about what he was before. But that's okay. As long as he's still in the kingdom. My David said, I'd rather be a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord in the gates of the righteous. A gatekeeper, a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tents of the unrighteous. I'd rather be in the house of the Lord, be a doorkeeper there where famine and all manner of things could possibly be, maybe. Whether well, there's maybe a maybe a wound of something. I don't know. Than to dwell in the riches. It said that Moses chose rather to suffer the afflictions of the righteous than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. He was the next ruling monarch, he would have been the next ruling Pharaoh. Look what he chose. But God had a piece of clay that he had on the wheel, and he was working that clay. And ever so often, he would have to dip his hand in the water of life and put it to the clay so he could mold it into what he needed. Because the clay was beginning to get contrary to what he had desired and meant for it to be. Let me get through. It's 7.31. What time did I get? I ain't been up here long. Hallelujah. But I'm not going to keep you much longer. I'm about done. Your, your baby's crying. I, I hear some babies crying and stuff. And uh, I know they do that, but still, they get antsy and that's okay. There are babies. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want them to love the house of God. I want them to love the things of God. I don't want the preaching of the Word of God to be to be uh, something that they don't want, and, and it turns them away. Hallelujah. God's working on you. God's working on you. God's working on you. He's the well of life. He's that that rock that was in the wilderness that followed him. And that rock was Christ. it came a river of water. It it was enough to water all the animals and all the people. About three million, they say, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't count them. Hallelujah. And God didn't tell me exactly how many there were. But there was a bunch of them. They covered the whole face of the earth. It said in one place, Moab said, hey, they cover everything up hallelujah but I know one thing that rock had enough water that it never run dry hallelujah guess what there's enough living water tonight he can make it to where you will never be wanting in anything in your life it's enough to supply you all of your needs hallelujah and give you the desires of your heart there's enough water to keep your clay where God can mold it and make it into what he needs for it to be not a cookie cutter kingdom. It's not a, I'm so glad it's not a one and done, Brother Byron. But Jaron, I'm glad it's not a one and done. Brother Moore, I'm so glad it's not a one and done. You mess up, out, out you go, on your head. I was just going to say, I'd be pictured to an empty church. a bucket of chicken hallelujah <laughs> yeah uh-huh god knows your old your old wicked secret thoughts and all that other stuff he knows it all you can't hide it from him so don't hide it take it to him say god here it is i want to tell you what this is right here because i'm repenting of my evil way so that you can take that water you can apply it to a, a dry and a brittle and a broken maybe vessel and you can put it on there and you can make me malleable again. You can make me something that's pliable in your head. You can put me back on the wheels and you can make me another vessel as seemeth good to you to make it. I'm not here to tell you what I need to be. I'm here to tell you that I just want to be like you. Whatever it is, let me be in the kingdom of God. And so and so, Isaiah 29, 16, I think uh, I'm going to wind this up. I don't know if I need to read that or not, but uh, let's, let's uh, I may, may pass by. I'm like Brother Moore now, I may not understand. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Surely you're turning of things upside down now. Uh, uh, Therefore, this is verse 14. Just leave that up there. I'll get to it. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish. Perish. And the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. Have you looked around at the world that you live in today? That your so called higher ups in academia and all that stuff are so ungodly and so perverse that they don't even know what up is up, that up is up and down is down. They don't even know what a gender is. Oh, there's twenty-seven genders or so many genders. I didn't know that I mean, I can't even wrap my hand. I can barely get a, a, you know, accustomed that you know I you know that there's just two and I can keep up with that. But they, they've got it so messed up now, brother Moore. Sometimes you don't know whether it's a him, shim, or what. A she he or you know, maybe it's just a it. I don't know. You have to be careful how you say that. You'll be saying something you ain't got no minute to say. It. Hallelujah. I've done that one time. That's why I know not to do it. Hallelujah. And I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Praise God. But you have to be really, really, really careful right there. Uh, that's a, that'll, that'll get some of this heavy off of you. Hallelujah. Praise God. But, uh, but, 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 but it said, the prudent men shall be hid. Woe to them that seek deep. To hide their counsel from the Lord. And their works are in the dark. And they say, who seeth us? And who knoweth us? Uh Uh-oh. You trying to hide something from God? Look, let let me just plead with you for a moment. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Romans 9:21. Put that up there. Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor? and another unto dishonor. 64 and 8, Isaiah. Let's finish this up. But now, O Lord, thou art our Father, we are the clay, And thou art potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Can the thing formed say to thee, he that formed it, talking about, Jacob, have I loved, Esau, have I hated? He says, Can the thing formed say that he that formed it, why hast thou made me thus? You have no voice in what God is doing in your life. The only voice that you have is the voice of obedience and of Being a willing vessel in the hand of the Lord. The voice that you have is your faith and your trust in God that allows you to be able to keep the word and the commandment of God. Your voice is only heard of God in respect to your desire to be a part of the kingdom of God and let God use you according to His good plan because He knows better than you do what He needs you to be. He's looking at the kingdom from the heavenly perspective and we see things from an earthly perspective. But if we could just get a glimpse of what God is looking at in our lives and where He needs us to be and more importantly, where He really wants us to be and how He really wants to use us, it would blow our minds of the greatness that God has For you, every one of you that are called by the name of Jesus, he's made you a vessel of honor. He's made you a vessel of purpose. He's got his hand upon you. He's got his eye upon you. And his ear is attuned to your cry. But you've got to be willing to allow him the free entrance into your life to do as he desires to do. Because he knows how to make another vessel. out of the marred clay it's not a cookie-cutter king it's not a one-size-fits-all look at brother booker then look at floyd odom Have you ever heard joy jones and watched him preach look at joy jones Then listen to Gordon Mallory. Difference. Same spirit. Same spirit. Different manifestations. Or ministrations of the working of the Spirit. All the gifts of God. So He's got, He's got, He's got your clay. You're like that valley of dry bones, you may be dry, exceeding, exceeding dry. But water. Spirit. I've got water to drink that you know not of. What is that water? It's the spirit of life. It's the spirit of the Father. It cannot be seen. Sit down. I'm done. But I want you to sit down. Let me say something else real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, see that? Uh-huh. Praise God. The long and short of the matter is quit trying so hard to be something God is not wanting you to be or needing you. And beating yourself up over stuff that you can't control. You let God control that stuff. And quit beating yourself up because you can't measure up to what seems like somebody else is. It's just a seems like. It's just a seems like you got to build up. You got, you had the apostle. I guarantee you, some of you, when you first got into the church and you read the word of God right now, some of you read the word of God and you see Peter and the apostle Paul like giants of men that can't do no wrong. And man, That that they're all there in the bucket of chicken, and they were not. That's why Paul said, I protest by your rejoicing. I die daily. Because I'm an incumpoop. You know how I know? Somebody asked me, How do you know, Brother Ford? Because he was walking in a flesh and bone body like this. And all of his desires and all of the things that I buffet that you know that I contend with and all of that other stuff he he dealt with all of that stuff too. He walked in shoe leather just like me although his was different probably. Probably open toed sandals and all that. I don't know how they made them back then but uh, that's irregardless of the fact that is a brother more he walked in a human body just like me and the Lord had to go to Calvary for him just like he did everybody else and the things that he done before he came to Christ they worked on that man's mind he had to every day he had to somehow find a way to get over what he was before you can't tell me that he could do the things and then come to that understanding and then not bother him every every waking moment of the day sometimes, brother Moore. That when he had a time where he wasn't counseling somebody or where he wasn't preaching the gospel to somebody, that the things that he'd done before, and they laid the coat of of Stephen's coat at his feet when they stoned him. They laid their coats at his feet. And he had to live with the fact that he condemned him to death. And others also causing them God's not pouring you into a mold. He's putting you on a wheel. It's not a one-and done deal. could be could be I'm not God, I, I don't know. I can't give you 100%. I do know this. Here's what I I do know. There was going to be a Judas Iscariot, although his name could have been anything else, but there was going to be that betrayer, 30 pieces of silver. It was said in the word. It was going to happen. There's a man of sin. He has no idea that he's that. Probably has no idea whatsoever. I can tell you this. He has zero opportunity of being saved. He don't know that as of yet. But there will come a time when he will understand and know. By then, though, it will be too late. But all of you are big enough to do what's big, what you can think between your ears, you're the ones that's making those decisions. And you're the one that allows the potter the power over the clay. It's you that gives him the the, the word of the Lord giveth light. And the, and the candle of the Lord is the a, is a light. Uh, and the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. And so it all works together. You have got to allow God entrance into your life to shine his light and to be the water of life. If you don't, he is handicapped with the vessel on the wheel. And he can't do with it what he would allow. And he that being often reproved hardeneth his neck. Stand up, come to the music, somebody, and let's play. He that being often reproved, reproved hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. God's got you on a wheel for a good purpose. I'm telling you, God's got you on the wheel for a good purpose. He, he, he hadn't quit. He, hadn't quit. he, hadn't quit. he hadn't quit stirring your heart and your life because he's through with the vessel. If he's if he's give up on the vessel, and let me tell you, let me let me forewarn you. Warn you. You can't keep on hardening your head and your heart. because when the potter finally gets angry enough, when he's used up all his resources that he's willing to use. I don't know but more. He knows. He tries the reins. He knows the heart. He, he sees what we don't see. He knows what we don't know. He understands what, what we don't understand. He'll grind you to power. And it's into the potter's field When a potter gets through with a piece of clay, they say he goes berserk and he'll beat it and he'll beat it. He might have spent a days, he might have spent weeks or even months if there was some hope, but it keeps on, keeps on. And finally, after exhausting everything that he knows how to do, he beats it to pieces. It says, though it was Gideon and some of the others, when they cut down the groves, Josiah, and they ground them up to powder and bones and they scattered them on them. And then they scattered in the water and made the people drink of their corruption. But the potter's will. Sister it's a message of hope. It's a message of hope. Of hope. Do you think you went so far? He says, I got water that you don't know about. I got water that do things. Oh, you don't even know what it can do. You've never tasted of this water. But I tell you what, if you'll do, if you'll come and drink of this water, Come and drink of this water. But Kate, it it has a permeating effect. Since it has a permeating effect, you ingest it and you take it in gladly. The Word of God. and, And then it just soaks up all the tissues of the vessel. From the inside out. It cures the dryness of the clay. You can't fix the outside of your vessel. No matter what you do to the outside of the thing, there has to be something that comes on the inside. That water comes in. And if you'll allow it, it'll fix it all. You mean to tell me everything's going to be perfect, Brother Ford? No, 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 no. In the kingdom. In the spirit. And ye are complete or made perfect in him who is the fullness of all things. All he wants to do is to use you what i want to know is does anybody want god to use you does anybody just want god to just pour his water into your life anybody want the water of life to flow over you he said it shall be in you a river springing up streams out of your belly shall flow rivers living everybody say living living waters oh he wants you to live would like to talk to god if you would like to talk to him i just wonder if anybody wants to be if you just want to hear what god wants you to be and do Is there anybody that just wants to walk the way that God wants you to walk, that you would would do what God would ask you to do? That I'm not in a cookie-cutter kingdom, God. I I, want to be, not that I want to be eccentric or just go my own way, but I just want to find where it is, that niche that you got for me, and I just want to be content with such things as I am and I have. I am what I am by the grace of God. I just want to be what want to be I just want to be I just want to be in the kingdom of God would you talk to him would you talk to him would you talk to him somebody needs to say I can be used I can be used I can be used I can be made into a vessel of honor, a vessel your voice out to him. Don't worry about what anybody thinks. You're not living for them anyway. You're not trying to please them anyway.
2: You're pleasing
1: God. Let you're crying. You're hurt the portals of glory. Oh, oh God. So, not out of constraint, but because it's a willing heart and a willing vessel and a desire. Let's talk to God tonight. Talk to God tonight. Don't worry about what anybody wants. In the name of Jesus. 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 God, we're here.
2: We're building
1: ourselves in the
2: hand of the key. In
1: the hand of the potter. Lord is a father. He is a father of us all. Thank you, Lord, that you called me for the time that is now, for the purpose that is at hand. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Raise up. Raise up in your kingdom, God. men. In the straight and narrow way. In the, In, the In, the In the name of Jesus. 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 Come on. Come on, brethren, let's pray. Let's talk to God tonight. Be yielded. Be yielded. Come on, sisters. Talk to the Lord tonight. Let God mold you and make you. He wants to
2: use you. I give.
1: Lord, we need your power. God, we need your glory. We need your grace tonight. Thank you for your mercies, O oh God. That are beyond. That are beyond what we, O oh God, deserve. But God, your grace is sufficient tonight. Just to know that grace has met us here by the reason of the mercies of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Gifts each other, truth and righteousness. They have met Call together. Me mercy to and yourself. grace. Oh, I love, you, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. You called us for now. You called us for today. This is the time. This is the moment. God, we're you here. We're here.
2: We're here. God, we desire. I give my In the name life of Jesus. In the name
1: And beautiful Can I I work on the wheel? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let God, let God work, let God work, let God work. In In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: Word we've heard in this place tonight. Uh, hallelujah. Everybody's being shaped, everybody's being formed, everybody's following the liking of something. But tonight we have been informed that there is one that wants to get involved into our lives. And there's been an invitation to the potter's wheel, place in the hands of that they caked out of the same lump, out of the same family, where some was maybe molded and shaped and choose the pathway of dishonor and even to the place of destruction. But this potter, a man, out of that same lump of clay, out of those same genes, out of the same family name, a man could take if that, that if that vessel's willing. I'm coming to the potter. I'm going to call on him. I'm going to cry out to him. I'm going to pray. God, put a desire in me. Put a passion in me to put myself. You can. You're the only thing you can give yourself. Nobody can come and take it. God's not going to come with a with a pistol and put it to your head and force you. No. But if you come willingly and you come hungry and thirsty, I'm willing to be on the potter's wheel. I'm willing, God. God, I know you will put more on me than what I can bear. I know you'll put the of the water out of the same rock that can grind some to powder out of the same rock you can find the water amen that'll mold you that'll shape you that'll condition you amen to run the race to fight the fight to finish the course to be a vessel of honor mm-hmm. the choice is up to you and I if you're waiting on amen for it to be big God's names that causes just to happen big services for it to happen Big camp meetings, you miss it right here you'll miss it right here the same god the same power the same authority is in this house amen to work on our behalf If i'm not going to count meeting and worship and not do the same thing at my home church i'm not going to be committed and dedicated to go to these big places and be seen by others i don't have to have a platform honey i want to do it it don't matter if i'm in the pew if i'm on a dirt road somewhere because i know how awesome my partner's been in my life i'll tell you how have been done and it doesn't been over with and to bear for the mercy and grace and the compassion of the God that I serve tonight. He's been good to us. and He'll be good to you. You young boys, you listen to me. You're a precious age. Live for God. Get it made up in your mind. Don't listen to the voices of this world. Don't listen to go carnality. Don't listen to all those lies. This is the best life there is to live. Amen. I'll tell you, this is the best life. There's not a better one out there. Oh, there's pleasure in it, but it don't bring no satisfaction. When they get up in the morning time, oh, we're not going to do that again tonight. We, are, Amen. They're miserable themselves, but they draw drawn right back into it. But it's something about being in the house of God in the presence of God. It brings satisfaction. When you get up on a Monday morning, you feel like living. You feel like being overcome. You feel like they facing had in the world. listen to what was given to us tonight get it made up in our minds in this old world that we're living I'm gonna be a vessel of God and I'm willing to be placed in the kingdom in the body wherever he wants to put me I'm ready and I don't have to have this or that but if he wants to that's fine too you just never know who he may call out of this place Fifteen years from now, we may be driving to Hattiesburg to hear you. But you know what? You may also be the vessel that walks in that George County Hospital that somebody's been diagnosed and on their dying bed and you pray the prayer of faith over them. I'm telling you, heaven keeps a record that nobody else can keep. I said heaven's keeping a record that nobody else can keep. We too many times miss miracles and wonders because we not as some kind of shiny. Way. Oh no, honey. God doesn't miss David getting get where he got amen. Except on the backside of David's and the isolated places. That's what got David positioned where he's at. The power worked on him in those desert places. Amen. Places where nobody else was observing and looking and didn't see it. Well, you got some time. You're young. Learn to pray. Learn how to pray. Learn how to talk to God. Learn how to be honest and sincere with him. And you'll be shocked what God'll do for you. Because this God, He'll work like no other. Amen. Thank you, Brother Ford. God bless you. Appreciate you. Uh Lord bless you tonight. You may be seated. It's good to have all with us tonight. Appreciate you coming and being in the service with us and worshiping the Lord. Thank you so much. Don't forget, Wednesday night, Brother Rouse is going to be with us get thursday and friday night thursday and friday the camp meeting at brother phillips man and Kissick's. let's remember that try to go and be a part of it in any way possible I, I promise you you'll enjoy the ministry of brother patrick and brother taylor strain and uh, what god would do for over there and we just won't be going to be a part of it let me remind the fathers again tonight if you haven't signed up you plan on it please Please come help us out. We need to get an account here. Amen. And uh, try to get an idea of what's being expected. And uh, just don't forget about that. Uh, let's pray. Man, let's pray for one another. Let's pray for our services and the outcome of God among us. Amen. God's wanting to do some great things. The power of God's flowing. I had a gentleman come in the hardware store. and I've been really praying for him and uh um, come in the hardware store this week and uh i could tell the way he kind of got up close to me to the counter there and you know <laughs> he, he couldn't tell this to all these other buddies it's a baptist church and and so this guy and uh, some of you know him it's joseph fairly but joe fairly but it's not the joe fairly everybody knows right up here but he had it kind of down the same road, and God moved and got him out, he went to pastor in the Baptist church. He come up to me there Friday, and he said, Hey, he said, I'll tell you something. He said, Man, he said, God's doing the work in the little church. He said, We got folks getting the Holy Ghost. He said, They're speaking in tongues. Huh. I said, hey, are you baptizing me in Jesus' name? He said, we are. Huh. So I want, you, I want you to take that little old Baptist church. It's in that direction. I just don't know exactly where we're at. Amen. But you know what? The Spirit of God to pour out. If they're hungry and thirsty and start seeking, God will give it to them. Now, they was far from dressing it yet, but you just give God time and give them time. And let's pray. That, that's what will happen. The fullness of it. Amen. And they'll just hang in there and let God do a work for them. I'm telling you, God's working in this end time. And we don't want to miss the visitation. We want to get hung up on something, little something, and miss what God's got for us. All right? Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Birthdays. Got any birthdays? No birthdays, no anniversaries, no... Oh, <laughs> we got an anniversary. <laughs> Anybody wondering who it is? <laughs> All right, let's sing happy anniversary to Brother Johnson, and Sister Madison. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Favor of God. That's what we want on all of us, don't we? All right. Any other announcements? Praise Slim gems. That's right. Father's Day Slim Jims fundraiser. Man, a dollar each. You just got a couple of weeks, so uh, if you better start making your orders. Give them a little time to make the order to get them. So please don't let this slip by. Let me thank you, Amen, for Mother's Day. Amen. We raised over four thousand dollars on Mother's Day. These—that's uh, right. That's good. Huh. These are two fundraisers that have just blown my mind. Of—they're uh, uh, just pretty simple. And uh, easy to do in a way. And, uh, man, it's just beautiful all the way around. So we thank you and appreciate it. So let's don't forget this for Father's Day. Amen. Now you can mix all that candy you got in with these Slim gems and balance out the, the, the diet. Okay? All right. Praise God. So don't forget about that. Love you tonight. Lord bless you. Just be, consider yourself dismissing the fear of the Lord. God bless you.